There's just something about flowers that infuses us with hope. I don't know if it's their vibrant colors, velvet soft petals, or sweet fragrance. Maybe it's a combination of all three. But flowers have come to be known as the universal sign of esteem. They're used to say, I love you, congratulations, and even, I'm sorry. In creation, flowers are God's personal touch of thoughtfulness. And it's to our credit that man has caught on. Welcome to Sincerely Yours with Ann Maines, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today. Hear new episodes every weekday and subscribe to our podcast at faithstrongtoday.com. So it's no wonder that while my family was driving in the country a few summers ago, the occupants of a certain field almost commanded us to stop and take notice. Appearing to stretch into the horizon, the bright yellow carpet of sunflowers covered several acres. Planted in neat, almost endless rows, they were a unified bunch, pointing the same way, full-faced and smiling, all at the sun. Dressed in their velvety yellow best, they stood tall for the world to see, and we weren't the only ones who noticed. Before long, several cars were lined up on the shoulder of this country highway, all taking pictures of the majestic display. These beautiful sunflowers literally attracted attention simply by existing. And as we listen to the words of the Apostle Paul, as believers in Christ, we find this should be an apt description of us. As we're looking into 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, we find Paul bringing to light a future event that many would rather keep shrouded in darkness, the second coming of Christ. While it's understandable that fear would fuel this kind of mindset, for someone committed to Jesus, the expectation of his return is glorious. And it's something about which the Bible has a lot to say. Scholars estimate that in the Old Testament, there are almost 2,000 references to Christ's second coming. And in the entire New Testament, it's mentioned in an amazing one out of every 30 verses. In the Bible as a whole, the second coming of Christ is referred to eight times more than his first coming. And so, as we read the words of the Apostle Paul, it's no surprise that he not only speaks about it, he gives a very direct warning. Verse 2. For you know quite well that the day of the Lord will come unexpectedly, like a thief in the night. When people are saying all is well, everything is peaceful and secure, then disaster will fall upon them, and there will be no escape. Do we truly understand what Paul is saying? This will happen. It could sound frightening for some, but if you've surrendered your life to Jesus there's no reason to fear. Reading from the Message Bible, listen to what Paul goes on to say in verse 4. You're not in the dark, so how could you be taken off guard by any of this? You're sons of light, daughters of day. We live under wide open skies and know where we stand. So let's keep our eyes open, walk out into the daylight sober, dressed up in faith, love, and the hope of salvation. For every child of God, the hope of salvation is a very real thing, and the second coming of Jesus is a fulfillment of that hope. Jesus said it himself in the book of Mark, stay alert and keep watch. He is coming again. It's a promise. And like that glorious field of sunflowers, maybe the best thing we can do is to keep our head up 
always looking for the sun. Taking you on a journey through the New Testament, this has been Sincerely Yours with Ann Maines, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today. Subscribe to our podcast and join us on social media. All the details are at faithstrongtoday.com.